0: Britton Sharp
1: and I'm Steve Muldrup and we're the Abbey staff
0: and thank you for joining us today for our seventh podcast the number perfection so I have high expectations for this one <laughs> no pressure Steve yeah, since you're talking
1: good. yeah and it's I think it's wonderfully ironic that we're talking about soul care and I I'm sporting my Barry White soul voice today yes yeah,
0: so you put the soul in our soul care conversation uh, yeah. in some kind of a cold or something so enjoy enjoy that Mm -hmm. so put it on (laughs) grab you a drink (laughs) put on on your lounge robe and listen to steve talk about Uh, soul care (laughs) (laughs) so what in the world do you mean when you say soul care because like average joe walking down the street you say hey we're talking about soul care and they'll be like um are you, I think you... I got a
1: thing with a guy meeting <laughs> I, I need yeah. To, yeah are you in a cult
0: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like what yeah. what do you mean by soul care so yeah walk us through that a little bit how would you define it like where are you coming from
1: soul care as we are going to talk about it here is uh, I have briefly described it as the care and feeding of your soul soul being the the your inner self the 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 part of you that is you the part of you that is the is the life the part where i'm going to need to edit some of that <laughs>
0: right but i think whenever you define soul it's interesting to, to see that a lot of um our society now there's a big push towards mindfulness or meditation or these different things there's a lot about the mind but what is missing a lot of times is talking about the actual soul yes and so it seems like there's a focus on the mental the emotional and those parts but when it comes to spiritual and soul that tends to be not as prevalent when people are talking about self-care yes in that way
1: And, and along that lines one of the as i'm putting this together and thinking through that very thing um I did this little exercise, okay, mind, we are kind of mind, body, emotion, spirit. So mentally, let's rank those things. What's what's the most important? What's the order of priority of those things? Mind, physical body, emotion, spiritual, what's the most important? And as we kind of do that in our head, I would say, Oh, trick question, bad question, because they're not it's not a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. It's not which is more important. It's uh, I think the picture is more like a three-legged stool. Our mind, our body, our emotions are the are the legs of the stool and the the seat the stool itself is our soul. It's what it is who we are. All those things are together. So there isn't one that's more important than the other. They're all Mm-hmm. They're all connected, and they all have to be connected.
0: So, what does it look like to have a healthy soul, and like, how would I know when I'm there?
1: Unfortunately, I'm more. Yeah, that's that's the one that's easier to identify. Maybe you look around and, and you look inside, and you go, "Oh, is whatever, whatever healthy is, this ain't it." And I think healthy. We've got on on the app and on our website. We've got this picture, the the image for Soul Care is this serene stream out you know in nature and it's beautiful and wonderful and as i'm looking at that i'm going ah, yeah, that's what i want it to be but that's not what my soul mm-hmm. often looks like and the image that immediately popped into my head is the one that pops up on my phone regularly the uh storage too full cannot take a picture you know you that kind of thing on my iphone and then you know in the little description is Basically, hey, you got to delete something. You, you know, the the solutions to that are either deleting some stuff or getting a bigger hard drive or whatever's in your phone. Yeah, um, and I think that that can be a, a a more that's a more vivid, real picture. Too many mm-hmm. times for yeah. me of what an unhealthy soul looks like, and I, and I think the description fits because. What, uh, what needs to happen is my life is too full. I've, I do have to delete. I've mm-hmm. either got to make more space somewhere or I've got to delete. Uh, I've got to take things out to be healthier.
0: Um, Maybe we should create something for that. Like... So, I don't know how it would work, but whenever you're going about your life and you're about to do something, but you really don't have the capacity, you would just hear, uh-uh, then, like, you wouldn't do it. And a, and an and a warning sign up comes up, like, okay. yeah, yeah, you do not have the capacity to do this. <laughs> like, uh-uh, stop. So, you are, yeah, you are too full. You are this too full. Will not work. Delete some stuff from your life. Oh, man. So, um, well, let's go back. Well, how would you then define like healthy?
1: I think, so, okay, if, if unhealthy is too busy, too full, uh, you know, I got battery issues, my battery's, you know, going dead too quickly, so then health has got to be the opposite of that, right? So there's, I have plenty of space and I, I'm not too busy and my battery's always charged and that kind of thing. And I, I go, yeah, for sure ish ish, but that feels pretty unrealistic, and how do I get there, and what are the steps between there so i I think a better the better answer for a healthy soul has more to do with balance than it does with the opposite mm-hmm. of unhealthy so in those kind of contexts, unhealth comes from I'm trying to do too much uh, i'm uh, thinking too much of myself and thinking I matter too much. And so I've got to insert myself into everything. And I'm, you know, if I am not there, then they're, they're not going to survive without me kind of a thing. And, um, so I think maybe it it has more to do with, uh, balance. Like I'm, I'm busy, but I'm not overly busy. I want to be busy. I want to, I want to have a full life, but I don't want to be overly busy. I don't want that to be Uh, a detriment to me to my family Uh, I want to be uh, I want to be rested I want to have enough rest but I don't want to be you know lazy sleeping all day I want to I I I want to have spent myself well and feel good about what that has been spent on so I think it has a lot more to do with figuring out what that balance is. I, I, I need, to, none of those things are bad in and of themselves, the the busy, the that kind of stuff. But when they're out of balance, that's when they become really unhealthy.
0: Because one of the things I've been ripping you off on is, uh, <laughs> earlier you were talking about charging. Con- confession time. Um, but you were mentioning and uh, talking about uh, shalom peace mm. and how healthy it looks like having the peace of God, shalom peace, in your life. Could you maybe explain what you meant by shalom peace real Mm -hmm, quick? mm
1: -hmm. Shalom is such a full, full word, and it means way more than just— I mean, it translates literally English from Hebrew into peace. But it's just so much— richer and deeper and fuller than that. Shalom is the image, the idea that everything is right. Everything is the way it's supposed to be. There was Shalom in Eden. It was, it was the way it's supposed to be. And that, that's compelling. I, I'm hungry for that. I think we all are, whether we could verbalize that, articulate that or not, I think we're all hungry for that. We want balance, we want Right, And that's why the unhealth is so stark and is so evident and, and, and is so, I don't know, ugly and, and takes so much of us because it's so not God's design. It's so not the way he wants us to be. So to, to be pursuing for the, for the goal to be pursuing shalom. And we're going to talk about that next month a little bit. What a little bit more about what peace
0: looks like, but um, yeah, you keep mentioning like as we're going to dive into here in a minute. But you keep talking about a lot of it seems like perspective. Like soul care requires proper perspective on, in a sense, what is God's work versus what is our work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like the issues come and unhealthiness comes when we start to overestimate our role in god's work i remember reading tim keller one time and him talking about sabbath and how you don't um while a lot of people don't practice sabbath is actually because like you were talking about just a minute ago like you think it all depends on you and so it's actually a form of idolatry that you don't practice sabbath because you you, you don't trust God enough in yeah. a sense yeah. to stop what you're doing and so that kind of pattern of healthiness begins to erode your soul over time
1: as i as i got into this looking at this preparing creating it, um, thinking deeply about soul care and what does that look like and feel like that was one of the it, that was a, a significant aha for me at one point it's like there's so much and I think maybe one of the reasons why soul care feels so hard and so out of reach, it's like trying to fall asleep. The, the harder I try, the, the further away I get. The healthier I try, I got to take care of my soul, my health, my this, my that. It was like, oh, wait a minute. I just said my and the focus has been me this mm-hmm. whole time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe that's the issue. Maybe... Because if, if, if we're pursuing soul care and the focus is me and my soul, that's what got us there in the first place right. is I, I'm trying to do it myself. And Einstein says you can't solve a problem in the context within which it was created. And, it, and that context in this case is self. And so I've got to get away from myself to solve this problem. And that was the, the great turning for me in this was like, oh, wait a minute. It's gonna be way better if, if the context for my soul care becomes God and more of God. And I turn away from looking at myself and I turn toward God and, and, and my prayer becomes, I want more of you, God. I, I want more of you, your peace, your presence, your all those things that are, are the opposite of what has got me here. Um, Simon Sinek has a, a, a um, uh, TED talk that it, it has been seriously viewed like I, I think 30 million times or something crazy like that. And he's talking in a business context about businesses that need to have a deeper why than their what. And for me, that's this is the same thing. This why compels me. I'm going to get really tired of self because then soul care in the context of self becomes self-help, self-management, self, self, you know, making me six ways to a better me kind of thing. Um, Soul care in the context of God is I want more of him. Um, And because of who he is and the way we're created, that the fruit of that is a healthy soul. Mm -hmm. Is my soul more in line with where it's supposed to be? That was a great that was a great turning point for me to go. That's
0: my focus has been wrong. That was the, that was the alarm going off that your, your focus was wrong. (laughs) We're were. still figuring out how to not, um, have our phone things beep and everything while we're recording a podcast. So it's been a pretty, thank you for walking with us through this number seven perfection podcast. And I think we should leave all of this in there. (laughs) Because I, I guess so. because we are human, we are this is not the... <laughs> podcasting professionals, so this is a reality of how much we need grace in Jesus uh, and thank you for walking with us on this journey
1: in the context so, uh, yeah, so Soul care.
0: let's go back to your alarm going off of how your perspective's off so if if we've had that kind of being in our life or the uh, we talked about earlier mm-hmm. um. How do you make the shift? How do you get your perspective back from myself, from away from the distractions um, and different things? How do you get your, your focus back on, um, on Christ, on God? Yeah,
1: and here's where I, I'd love to say, there, here are the three steps to do that, Britton. <laughs> First one, get, get a pen, get ready to write these things down. It, it obviously means a change of my Focus. It's a turning away from self and it's a turning toward God. And in me that has uh, I'm trying to play that out a little bit more in that I, I want to think more specifically, not about my soul, my my whatever. I really want to say I want more of God. So
0: But it almost seems counterintuitive. Like you say turn away from self, but then there's kind of a panic, specifically like in our Our culture. I mean, we take selfies all the time. Like people are kind of obsessed about ourselves, how we're coming across, how we're presenting ourselves. So for you to tell me, like, for my soul to be healthy, I need to turn away from myself. That seems counterintuitive to what. Absolutely is. A lot of people tell me. You know, it's kind of like whenever you're taking a picture and you accidentally turn it to the front-facing camera and you like realize like oh crap I look horrible right now every other time every other (laughs) time yeah it's like those kind of things of like oh my gosh like I need how do you turn away how do I not need to fix these things first yeah but then the second part you're talking about is like how we actually need to turn towards God so I think a lot of it is that we overestimate our ability to fix ourselves Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's why we need to turn towards God because if not we're just kind of spiraling in our own efforts and capacity,
1: and it, yeah, and it can't be just a. Uh, there was a bumper sticker. I know it's probably still around, but it was around the '70s, '80s. Um, let go and let God. You know, it just feels like, oh, that sounds so wonderful. It makes a great bumper sticker, but
0: what does that mean?
1: How do I, how do I do that? But and I feel like that's like, a little bit of. Where it's, it's like we're somebody at now.
0: hanging off a ledge. <laughs> let go and let God. Yeah. It's yeah. like okay, okay. but okay. I'm on a ledge.
1: Right. Yeah, it sounds right, but. Uh, Um, so it's more, it's more than that. And I think this is where spiritual disciplines come in. We talked about that last, last month or last podcast. I think Um, the spiritual disciplines, there are ways, there are things over the centuries that have been true, that saints over the centuries have said, this is helpful. I think I would, boil a lot of those down to it takes time it takes making space it takes work it takes effort which again that feels a little counter to i have to work but i do and it and the work is i'm going to create some space i'm going well, to delete some things
0: but do you think it's because we have a misconception because a lot of times when people think about eden they think like oh it was just the garden it was like this paradise kind of thing and it was vacation like vacation all the time it was a vacation all the time but it's like no adam and eve actually worked yeah. in the garden and yeah. so work is part of the process it always has been mm-hmm. work is not a result of the curse work has been complicated because of the curse mm-hmm. but work is there um and it's part of it
1: and scripture got in scripture says draw near to me I'll draw near to you. Mm -hmm. It's a, there's a mutuality. It's not that it depends on my work. You know, if I don't, if I don't do it, it ain't going to happen kind of thing. That's too, too much self, but there's part of that. That's kind of real. Like, well, if you don't, if you don't put, if you don't want this, if if I'm not going to try to turn toward God, then Mm -hmm. it's, he's not just going to dump it on me. Um, so there is a sense of, I got to put myself in a place and that's, that's for me the 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 bigger. Rather than getting lost in the details, of, okay, what is the the list of the twelve things that I need to do? Mm-hmm. What are the disciplines that I need to do? Because I can, you can get lost in that for sure. Um, but it's it for me. It's been more a turning. I want more of God, so I'm going to create some space. I'm gonna I'm going to choose to be with God and listen to Him on a regular basis. I'm going to choose to be in His Word. And the thing that I tell folks all the time, college students, my kids, whatever, that doesn't just happen. Time right. doesn't just happen. You have got to make that time happen. You've got to set it aside and say this is going to be a priority because we, we make time for the things we want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I want more of God. I'm going to make time and space in my world for that to talk, to listen, to read his word, to be still because those things help and they help to balance sabbath is part of that Re- you know reading really absorbing meditating on god's word is part of that there's so many of those things but so that rather than giving it the the you know the six steps of how to it it's time it's space it's heart it's desire and then trying to make my life line up with that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's too vague.
0: I think just keeping the focus on like turning to all of that, it takes effort to turn to God instead of yourself because your natural inclination is going to be myself. I can Mm -hmm. fix it. I can do it, pull myself up from my bootstraps. Mm -hmm. But it's going to take time, effort, practice to turn away from yourself and turn to God in the midst of that. And I think a lot of times we we kind of want the spiritual cakewalk. We want to mm-hmm. land on the right number and then get all the all the goodies. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, no, it's a lot like going to the gym and working out. So you can still go to the gym. You can go, you can go to church, but if you don't lift any weights, if you're not actually exercising, like you can eat snacks and watch TV in a gym too. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. and It's like that doesn't mean just because you're in a gym does not mean anything. But I think a lot of times we think like, oh, well, we did this one thing, so therefore we should get, we landed on the right number, so therefore we should get the cake. And it's like, no, it's, it's a lot deeper than that. Like we, we tend to cre- create like a state of perpetual adolescence, I think spiritually a yeah. lot of times where we, um, we want handouts. But I think soul care means you're working. Uh, you're you're lifting weights. You're in the gym. You're reading the books. You're studying. You're digging. You're having conversations. You're being vulnerable. I think it's all of those things and keeping your focus. I mean, it's God who who causes it all. I mean, it's
1: it's the long obedience in the same direction. That's mm-hmm. Eugene Peterson, wasn't his quote, but great book. Um, yeah, it's it's a long obedience. It's a it's a change of how we do things, um, and that's the hard part, and, and I think there's always, there's a gravitational pull back to self. It takes
0: work because there's gravity that pulls us back to ourselves. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, we appreciate you tuning in. Do you still say that when it's a podcast? Listening? Joining us. So yeah, thanks so much for joining us, um, and big thank you to Ben Bannister again for Uh, letting us use his music for our theme song and as always we would just love to let you know that we're praying for you uh, that God would bless you and keep you that he would cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace thanks so much I love it when
1: people say we'll see you next week it's it's a podcast. I'm see it. it.